first, there is lots of hockey here tonight and lots of good hockey, so we'll break it all down, give out our best bets in each of those games that we do have best bets in, as well as try to answer some questions from the chat here throughout the course of the show here today. So if you do have those, you're watching live, please send those over in the chat as well while you're at it. Hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. But before we can get into any of the games here today, I do need to remind people that this show is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using uh, multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether that's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS and Android, as well as on the web. And if you're looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. This uh, does help support the show if you sign up through that link. Enough of that. I mean, we go 0-1 yesterday on the games. There's not too much to recap there. Just quickly for people, there over the three games that were uh, that were going on last night, we took the under 6.5 in the Winnipeg-Detroit uh, game. Obviously, that one finishes with seven goes five two so uh for the sake of this we'll say we lost by the hook we'll tout it as that lost by the hook in last night's game unfortunate but you go on one not every day can be a winning day but maybe this thursday can be so money how's things going today good very good um looking forward to the canucks game tonight i think it's going to be another another test and uh this team has been passing all of their tests so i'm i'm, I'm really looking forward to it yeah, I mean, they've been an exciting team to watch. We talked a little bit about the coach of the year market, where that would be. I mean, Matt uh, Russell had thrown out earlier in the season. Rick Talka would be a guy to take a look at. Obviously, with the start the, the Canucks had to the season, that was kind of fairly promising based on what Matt had thrown out there to us. Feels like he's in pretty good control of that market as it is right now. But uh, yeah, this Canucks team has been very, very fun to watch. And Russ... Uh, well, sorry, go ahead, somebody. No, and, and I was just going to say, to be fair, it's not just the coach of the year market. It's all the markets. They're in contention oh, for yes, all of them. Yes. Yeah, the Norris, the Vesna, the Hart, the Rocket. What, the what else are you guys trophy. in contention? The President's Trophy, right. Stanley Cup. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's all on the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Russ, how are you doing this morning? Great, man. Great. Another uh, another good slate of games on a Thursday. I think we got 12 games and uh, we got plenty of bets. So, yeah, it's always a good day. Yes, we do have plenty of bets ahead of us here today. So if you're looking forward to the bets, if you enjoy the content here today, please make sure to like the stream, subscribe to the channel. Does help support the show. Help us continue to do this and bring you more winners. As you see, if you go over to our bet stamp account uh, in the find better section from last season into this season now here, up 48.6 units. I mean, that's obviously a season and almost a half here at this point, but a 3.9% ROI and this is over the course of over a thousand bets. I'm, so we're putting together a large sample size just this year alone, over 271 bets, a 7.3% ROI, 137, 132, and two. So continue to uh, put together some winning days here and uh, hopefully with 12 games on the schedule, that'll, that'll continue here tonight. But we'll start with some of the games that you guys have here, have sent over. Let's first and foremost take a look at the Buffalo Sabres-Toronto Maple Leafs game. Buffalo hosting the Maple Leafs tonight. You see 
Buffalo plus 127 right now. The Leafs minus 140, a total of seven. You see a juice to the under there, minus 123. If you're looking around at some of the six and a halfs, you can get plus money on the under six and a halfs. Russ, where do you kind of come in on this game here tonight? Uh, yep, it should be no surprise. We're going to take the over. Another uh, Maple Leafs over. I think, you know, they've hit the over in five straight games, and I think we've pretty much been on all of them. Um, again, you know, I've talked about this before. If you can get that over six and a half around minus 135, that's the way I would go. But if that's not available, which it looks like it's completely gone, uh, I'm fine taking that over plus 114 at Bet Rivers, I think is a great price. Um, you know, yeah, all the way to plus 110 or so is a, is a fine price for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've talked about this week in and week out with this Toronto team. I love playing this Toronto team over. They can just blow up. You know, each night they play, they could put up five goals fairly easily. And uh, you're playing a Buffalo team who who has terrible, terrible defense. So, you know, I, I love this look. Um, as I said, the five straight overs for Toronto Maple Leafs. And the over has hit in uh, in 12 of 17 games between these two teams. So it seems like they just go up and down the ice. This is not a fairly uh, complex handicap for me. I have this game over seven a majority of the time. Um, you're looking at two goalies who have have basically struggled, for lack of a better ter- term, and uh, two defenses who are you know just can't really stop anything. We've got you know Buffalo is 30th in expected goals allowed on the year, and so I, I think Toronto can easily get to four, maybe even five goals here, and just hope that uh, hope that Buffalo puts up a couple. So I'm happy to go over seven. I honestly. I, I think you could see a uh, you could see like a four four game here, or uh, or even like a five three game, and and you know cash that over easily. So I'm happy to take over seven at plus money. No surprise there. All right, we'll lock that in over seven plus one fourteen. We're seeing a lot of those uh, sevens out there over into the plus money uh, around that range there as well. That is pretty widely available. So do lock that in. So money. Any thoughts on the game in general or or the total there? You know that I want to look at betting against Toronto at this number, right? But, I mean, that's obvious. But the thing is, I, I, I can't get there. And there's a lot of – there is some narratives that, that does uh, seep into my thought process here. This is a Buffalo team that just gave up nine goals. It's bad enough to give up nine goals, but they did it to Columbus, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, that 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 goes deeper than just – than, than just a bad game for me, especially with the way that they've been playing um, subsequent to that game, right? So now you have a situation where I don't really know what to what 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 the mindset of this Buffalo team is, um, besides the fact that, as Russ mentioned, they're very poor defensively, right? And and it's something that they did stress coming into the season. Um, they just can't get there, right? And if they can't get there with the way that they want to play, how can I bet on them, right? So um, that's the that's the reason why, even though I do in raw numbers, I do get a slight edge on Buffalo, and like theoretically, it should be a play on Buffalo. But um, sometimes you just got to put the brakes on and just see that. Um, well, what we see at face value of this team right now. And it's a team that, quite frankly, looks like it's getting ready to get rid of their coach, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and by by all accounts, it should be done after the after the holidays. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would love to bet against Toronto here, but 
Um, but but I'm not gonna get there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, and as well with this like Leafs Sabres matchup, this is one where Buffalo seems to find a way to get up to play the yeah. Leafs. The Leafs traditionally haven't done that, but then you're also looking at some of the factors with the Sabres team, like you just mentioned there, where you're kind of going, "All right, maybe this is best to just pass on sides in this one. We'll just play the total with yeah. Russ there, take the over seven, get some goals, and who cares who wins here tonight?" So lock in the first play of the game of the uh, of the night. That will be the over seven plus one fourteen between the Sabres and the Leafs. Moving on to the next game here, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning hosting the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. Minus 109 for the Lightning, minus 101 for Vegas, and totals of 6.5 as it stands right now. A little bit more leaning towards the under 6.5 with that minus 109 out there on Pinnacle. So, Money, do you have any thoughts, whether it be side or total in this game? Yeah, so um, I, I do like Vegas. Um, however... Um, this is this could be a situation where where uh, Tampa Bay um, gives gives Vasilevsky a night off. I know it's against Vegas, so I mean I'm not I'm I'm not holding my breath on that. But um, he has played a lot of games in a row now. Um, it it is a non-conference game. I mean it it is Vegas, so you know that they'll get up for it. But um, if if it is um, Jonas Johansson, um, he's reverted back. To our old friend Jonas Johansson, right, and uh, we know we we know what to expect from him, right. So, um, I'm just waiting for confirmation. I actually thought that Tampa Bay would have already hit the ice for the morning skate. Um, doesn't look like they have. Vegas is going to go on in an hour, so maybe we won't see a morning skate from Tampa Bay at all. But um, yeah, I, I I have to wait to see the 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 goaltending i do like vegas with vasilevsky as well but if he is confirmed then obviously tampa bay is going to take some money especially because when you consider the goaltending mismatch right um uh, vegas is going to go with patera um who we don't have a large sample size on right like from from like what i've seen i think it's been like four or five games in the, in the nhl now but like from 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 what i see he looks fine um, obviously it's a it's a obviously it's a downgrade. So uh Tampa Bay will take money once Vasilevsky if he, if he's confirmed. If he's not confirmed, um even in even if we don't know what we're gonna get from 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 Patera long term and we can't really really model him, we know what we're gonna get from Johansson, right? Or like we can we have a reasonable yeah. expectation on that front. So um that's the reason why I'm just waiting. If it is Johansson, I'll be rushing to bed. Um, Vegas, if we have breaking news, I'm going to stop everything and we need to just get on it right now. So, so let's see, let's see if we get any confirmation here. They they are on the, um, there's some news coming out, so I will. Okay. uh, Sergachev is not going to play tonight. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm on it right now. You guys, I'm on it for us. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> well, Russ, why will you tell us what you're on here and whether or not so much yeah. uh, in, information plays into your hands? Uh, let us know what's going on here in this Vegas game and what are your thoughts on the total right now? No, that's why that's why I love doing this with so money. He's always on top of the uh, goaltenders. He knows way more than I do about who's starting in any given night. You know, even before I did this show, I would message uh, I would message message so money in in his uh, his Discord group and be like, you know, who who do you think starting here? Who do you think starting here in your projections? And uh, he does it better than anybody. But I think that was very well broken down. I was going to get into the weeds and some of this goalie stuff. 
And yeah, you should be seeing Patera here for uh, for Vegas with with Thompson out. You you know maybe seeing Vasilevsky, but it could be uh, Jonas Johansson. Um, so I think this is an interesting handicap. But regardless of who is in net here, I like the over again between these two teams over six and a half at that cheap minus one hundred three minus one hundred five is I, I think is a fantastic price to play. Um, again, two of the best offensive teams in the league. You're talking about Vegas, who's first in expected goals, and Tampa Bay is sixth in expected goals. And, you know, they're kind of struggling on uh, on defense. Vegas is 19th in expected goals allowed, and uh, Tampa Bay is 26th in expected goal, goals allowed. This Vegas team is sort of the opposite of the last couple of years. In their last few games, seven of the games, seven of their last seven games have gone over. And there you see Johansson, which I love this over even more if we get no, so, in that. So, so sorry to interrupt. So um, he's he's on for, for for the optional, which makes me think that uh, that gotcha. uh, he's going to start. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, I would you know you can kind of chill on this uh, total. It might even dip down, like uh, like so many said with the with the side as uh, as Tampa Bay maybe takes some money. Um, but yeah, I think you know this Vegas team is, has just been playing. Very, very high event games. You look at some of their last scores, is 5-4, 6-3, 6-3, and uh, seven games in a row have gone over the total. And, um, you know, then I, I, I do think regardless of who we get in net, there's been some shoddy goaltending on both sides. The last 15 games, Vegas is 15th in save percentage and Tampa Bay is 19th. Um, so, honestly, I think this should be a, another fun game, another high-scoring game. And, um, you know, hoping for like a 3-3 at the end of the regulation would be fantastic. So over six and a half is the is the way I'm going to go. That's my favorite bet. I was certainly looking at Vegas earlier here. Um, I just can't – I can't uh, pull the trigger with, with Gigi Patera in net with such a low sample size. But, you know, like I said, regardless of who's in net, I think the over is a great play with just how these teams match up and how they both want to uh, want to play, you know, offense first hockey basically all right well over yeah, and, six and a half minus 103 uh that'll be another play locked in so many yeah and just to just to clarify with it look with it looking like now that vasilevsky is going to start um i'm i've got i've got nothing here right now so i'm just, unless if tampa bay takes a significant amount of money again and we get vegas in the in the plus 107 plus 108 range um that's that's the only way i'll be getting involved in this um on on the side here well we yep. got about this close this yeah. close then, to having the six and a half seven seven and a half eight eight and a half uh the overs there from so money we got real close guys <laughs> uh, yeah. all right well there you go uh we will recap all the picks at the very end of the show so if you missed any uh from the beginning don't worry we will get to those as well but if you're watching right now just about over 50% of the people watching the stream have not liked the stream yet. So if you're watching and you haven't, I don't know what you're doing. Take two seconds, hit that like button, uh, help support the show. Let's continue to move on here. We got a bunch of other games tonight and a bunch of other best bets from you guys that you're looking at. So first and foremost, let's head on over to St. Louis and Florida where the Panthers are hosting the Blues tonight. Florida minus 197. You see the Blues plus 180 right now and a total of six and a half. That one is juiced to the under leaning that way as it is right now. Um, Russ, when it comes to this uh, St. Louis, Florida team right now, do you have any thoughts on a side or total here? No, I mean, I, this uh, this Blues team is is very tricky to handicap, you know, especially after the, after the coaching change and just the last few games. Honestly, like, 
it, each night it seems like they're the variance in this team is so high and um Again, in the same way with Bennington, man, this guy is uh, seems like if I bet on him, he he lets in five goals, and if I, if I bet against him, he, he you know he puts up a shutout. So, no, I think this is fairly on market for me. I I have this right around minus two hundred for Florida, and I think six and a half is the right number. So, uh, nothing for me. I mean, I'll I'll kick it to so money. I know that he has a he has a slight edge here. Yeah, um, for Florida's on their um on their morning skate right now. Uh, Bobrovsky is going to be in that. Um, F- F- Florida is the F- Florida is the kind of team right now that uh, they are they, 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 they do profile as a as an under team, right? Um, sorry, I just got a little bit uh, sidetracked here. It's all good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, I was just looking at the um, at the Florida um, information coming in on their skate. Uh, Lundell, Gadjevic, uh, both out. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So, Bob, Bobrovsky and Ned. Um, I am on the under here at the, at, at six and a half. Uh, Florida does profile as an under team. They are very strong defensively. Yes, they can generate offense when they need to. Uh, but they're also playing a team in St. Louis that does want to play defensively, and that's kind of where where they are in their um, in their in their sweet spot where 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 they are able to play. Um, play a more defensive structure. That being said, they are coming off a game where they gave up six against Tampa Bay. Um, it was a lot to do with Bennington being off. Um, I would expect him to get the start, and I would expect him to not be as poor. Um, and uh, I do expect him to rebound a bit. Um, so I do like the under six and a half. Um, we're seeing, could we get to up to minus 115? I mean, sorry, up to minus 120. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah. So under... Under six and a half, up to minus one hundred and twenty. Um, that's that. That was my that was, that was my end point there. So we can we can go ahead and lock that in. And um, Russ Russ mentioned how tricky St. Louis is. I I I completely concur with that. It's a it's a very difficult team to uh, to uh, get a handle on. But what I do know and where where my edge comes in is that they do want to play defensively. And Florida is okay playing that style. So um, at six and a half, um, that's kind of where my where my small edge comes in. All right. Uh, so we'll lock that in. The under six and a half there in the Florida game. Uh, grab that one all the way up to minus 120. Let's move on here. We got other games. And let's talk about so money's Vancouver Canucks. Russ, the Canucks are traveling to Dallas here tonight. Dallas minus 145. You see the Canucks plus 135, a total of six and a half right now. You're getting some plus money on that over six and a half as it stands. What are your thoughts on where this side and total is at right now? Um, yeah, it looks like there's a rogue uh, over six and a half plus 115. Um, so that that's the way we're going to go. Lock that in right away. It, that seems like it's a little bit off market at, uh, at Superbook. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing something wrong here, but um, either way, plus money over six and a half is the way I will look for sure. Um, okay. I think this is this will be a fantastic game. You know, it should be a very fun game if we had Ottinger and Net. Unfortunately, we will not get Ottinger and Net. We will get Wedgwood, which just uh, you know just adds to my to my uh, my total here, my over six and a half. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this Dallas team is a sneaky over team. They have played some very very high event games um you know 19 and 11 to the over and uh vancouver you know they actually play pretty high event games as well 19 and 12 and 2 to the over 
Um, but yeah, just looking at a couple of these of these uh, metrics, both teams are uh, are fairly proficient on offense and kind of mediocre-ish on defense. Um, you know, there's there's you don't really see these games for Dallas, these two zero games, these two one games for Dallas like you have the last couple years. And uh, I have no doubt that you know, obviously, obviously Vancouver has the edge in net with um, with Demko. And, uh, you know, Wedgwood is, is considerably worse. <laughs> but, I, you know, when you look at this Dallas offense going against Denko, I think that they can get some goals here. And then even on the opposite, with uh, with Vancouver going against Wedgwood, I think they could easily get to three goals here. So and at plus money over six and a half is the way I'm going to go. You know, I sound like a broken record here, but, it, you know, my numbers have north of seven on this game. And uh, then you break it down a little bit, and uh, that's, that's the way I'm going to look. Dallas is – 30th in safe percentage in the last 15 games so they're they're just not getting a ton in net and uh, and they're scoring you know i will like i said um they've had seven straight over games in dallas as well so it's it's like these very high event five two you know five three games so that's the way i'm going to look again over six and a half my numbers have uh, have closer to seven you know even over seven so i'm just going to play the edge there well, we'll grab that uh, over six and a half plus 100. That is pretty widely available there across a lot of different books right now. Uh, so we'll track that as another play here. So money, why don't you talk to us about your Vancouver Canucks and uh, this matchup ahead of them here tonight? So look, situationally, it's not great, right? This team has played um, played a lot of games in a, in a small number of days here and uh, relatively, and uh, there's a lot of travel involved as well. So Ordinarily, this would be a game where, um, see, I'm getting so excited, my whole desk is shaking here. So uh, <laughs> this 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 would be a game where where the Canucks struggle, right? However, that was the old Canucks. These Canucks, they are in range. I will lock them in here. Um, massive goaltending advantage, first of all, right? Like Demko, not only is he on his game, um, and he has been for 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 the whole season but we're finally in a situation where he's not being forced to carry the load not only within the games but also um they're they're fine getting Casey DeSmith in net he's he's had a strong season too right so so it it is keeping Demko fresh within the games he's no longer facing 40 shots every night right so um he is able to to be what um to to reach his full full potential here without being worn down so we have a massive goaltending edge dallas is struggling defensively right now as 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 russ mentioned they are scoring goals but um it's also been um against the caliber of goaltending that is nowhere near them go right so so now they're they they, they have great shooting talent great finishers but um there's they're stepping up in the quality of goaltending here, right? So, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll lock in the Canucks, um, and yeah, I it doesn't matter what the Canucks were in the past. Like I've been stressing this all season, we're not we're probably not going to win the we we are probably not going to win the cup, but they're not going anywhere, right? Yeah. And um, this is a team that even in these difficult spots they've shown all season, um, they are able to clamp it down when they need to. They are able to get the big goals when they need to. And when they are struggling to find their legs, 
um, we have Demko who is able to keep them in the games, right? So um, sometimes, and I can see it in this game, um, that um, Canucks might have trouble early on with their legs, but as long as Demko keeps them in, um, this is a team that can win any game right now. And by the way, they're second in the league right now. We're, we're December 21st, and the Canucks are number two in the league right now. Yeah, Think about that for a second. These yeah, guys are different. Jeremy nailed it. Yeah, it's interesting just to see the continued disrespect that oddsmakers are giving them. You know, I was very surprised to see a plus 130 and even a plus 135 on this number. It seems like it, just outrageous disrespect. The Canucks are not getting any respect, and they just keep winning. Six and one in their last seven. So I think, uh, I mean, I completely agree here. Just to address a couple of the comments uh, in the chat, you know, first period overs for Dallas, a great look. Um, Alex has hit on that on every one of his shows. You know, I think I'm not going to steal anything from him, but that's a great look as well if you can get one and a half. And then um, uh, RW fan says, wait for Demco confirmation. I think that that's probably already baked in the line since we had Casey DeSmith last game. Uh, we're almost almost for sure going to get Demco here. So, you know, I honestly, I, I mean, you could wait just because it looks like it's trending down and I have no I have no problem going against the market in that it happens to me all the time. But yes, I think, you know, you could wait and let it trickle down a little more before you hit the over. But I completely agree with everything so many said. It, it seems like uh, this should be priced closer to maybe minus 120 Dallas. But with Wedgwood and that, it, it's a, it seems like a weird price to me. All right, two best bets in that Vancouver game there. Uh, we'll block both of those in the over six and a half plus 100, as well as the Canucks money line plus 135 there tracked here on the show. A uh, couple bets for so money's Vancouver Canucks. So we're going to need the uh, Canucks tonight. We're going to need the Canucks to score a lot of goals. But yeah. a game that feels like there hasn't been, uh, or two teams, I guess, that feels like there hasn't been many goals. And it feels like there's not going to be too many goals here tonight would be between the Minnesota Wild and the Montreal Canadiens. These two teams, I mean, kind of uh, sluggish teams in regards to the scoring aspect. We've seen so many play some unders on these teams. We've seen Moretto playing unders. We've seen Russ play unders here. And we're getting an under six, minus 105, best price available on this game here tonight again, as well as Minnesota minus 194 hosting these Habs. So, Money, what are your thoughts on this total? And are we going back to the under well here between these two teams? We absolutely are. Um, it's it's funny seeing um, like like we see this all the time, right? Like whenever whenever we have an edge um, that we feel that the market is not taken taken account for, which were Hobbs unders, um, <clears throat> then you slowly game by game you see the numbers adjust. Um, I mean, we were getting six and a half on on Hobbs games for 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 a good while there, right? Um, yeah. Those don't exist anymore. Um, we do have a we do have a six now. I still like it. Couple of reasons here. So Habs, I do have a little bit of a concern because even though overall they do profile as team, um, the last couple of games I'm seeing I'm seeing some some slip ups here in their in their in in their in their defensive play, and um, it's. It's not it's not a bad thing. I mean, they 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 were playing above their expectation defensively. So um we are seeing that trickle down a bit. But playing Minnesota though doesn't concern me. Um they're they're a team that has trouble generating offense for the most part, unless if they're playing Pittsburgh's defense, which that was I don't know what the what the Penguins were doing there, but um 
Um, there's no way that 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 Minnesota should have gotten to three goals in that game. That's a different story. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I do I do like the under. I'm back on it. Um, up to minus one fifteen at the six. I think is um, that's that's where my stop point is going to be on this under. Um, it will it will take more money throughout today, um, and uh, and uh, we will we will be betting that under. Okay, there you go. Uh, so under six minus one hundred five, we'll take that. Russ, what are your thoughts on this uh, side on the sides or totals here in this game? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the side is fine. This uh, <clears throat> this Minnesota Wild team has just been playing great, and uh, I completely agree with yeah everything so many said. I would lean towards the under here as well. We have played a few wild unders um, in the last month or so, and uh, especially with this new coach Hines, they are it seems like they're straight up defensive first. And they're actually getting some uh, much better goaltending. And uh, like somebody said, the Wild wild play a ton of defense and can't really generate anything. So I, I agree here. You know, I think this is a yep, this is a straightforward one. Wild have been first by a long shot in expected goals allowed over the last month. And uh, then you look at expected goals for and uh, looking at like Wild that are uh, 19th and the Canadians that are 21st in expected goals for. So I agree. I think this should be uh, – this should be an under look and uh, probably should be closer to five and a half on the price. So, yep, that's the way I would look too, especially if you need you need seven to lose this game. That's I would go under all the way. And um, and just to um, I, I think I'd be remiss not to mention this, but uh, um, it is um, I am concerned about some defensive injuries that Minnesota has had too. Um, <clears throat> concerning, but again, you're matching that up against a Montreal team that has generated that has trouble. For the most part, generating offense, anyways, right? So, uh, right. Minnesota mild, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, that's yeah. why I'm, even though I'm concerned about the defensive injuries, it's not, um, it's not to the point where it's going to prevent me from, from playing this under against a team that does have gen, who I feel will have trouble taking advantage of that situation. Right. Uh, the other question here that was in the chat was uh, Mike Bromberg. I think Jordan kind of came in and answered it after, but Mike asked, yeah. even with Montembeau in goal, uh, I'll let you guys speak yeah. to that in terms of yeah. playing this under. I like him. I think, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I think, and I think he's been good this year. I think he's uh, um, the the kids come a long way, right? He's really worked on his game, and um, I mean, where he was like even last year, I think he's a uh, the the. The the kid's doing well. I have no problem with his game, and I have no problem playing uh playing his unders when he's in net. Yeah, so I, I completely agree. Yep, and yeah, just one last thing. Yeah, you look at the save percentage the last uh, last month or so, which is last fifteen games. Wild second in save percentage, and Canadians fourth in save percentage. So um, their netminders are playing very well. It's mostly it's mostly Montembeau. So I agree. One final game here that we are, we'll take a look at for our own best bets. We'll uh, get back into uh, any other games that you guys might be looking at throughout the remainder of the day after this one. But the final one would be a game that I was kind of looking at ahead of this and talking to you guys about. It's going to be interesting to watch because you're going to get a pissed off Colorado Avalanche team. We've got some interesting stuff going on within that locker room right now, whether it be from the Nachushkin stuff that happened earlier a couple weeks ago, and then now Devon Taves calling guys out. Either way, that's a good team who's going to be a little bit fiery here tonight against the Sens team that basically just had a pretty bad collapse against Arizona Coyotes the other night in front of their brand-new coach. 
It'll be interesting to watch. Now you got the Colorado Avalanche minus 160 hosting the Sens here tonight, plus 144 for the Sens, and a total of six and a half in this one. Russ, what are your thoughts on the side or total here? Yeah, man, this Colorado team is frustrating. They, uh, they have not been playing very well at all. Um, but, you know, despite their play, they have been scoring quite a few goals, honestly, um, over to Pitt in four of their last six games. And here you're getting a, an Ottawa team who, who profiles as an as a over team for me as well. So, again, looking at the over six and a half, <clears throat> I'm not sure if we get Corpusalo or Forsberg in net for the Sens. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, either way, I have north of seven in my numbers. Um, both of these teams are over teams. Ottawa's 15-9-1 to the over, and Colorado's 18-14 and 14 to the over. And then uh, combine that with uh, no Kale McCarr, which, you know, obviously he can score goals, but he is, uh, he's one of the best, you know, defensive players in the league. It seems like he's going to be out tonight. So I think this is going to be extremely high, high event game, high scoring game. Um, as we saw last game, to much of our chagrin, the Ottawa Senators, you know, can let in three or four goals in one period very easily. Um, you know, I don't want to talk about that too much. That was a brutal, brutal loss <laughs> for me, and I think everybody else was on them also. That was that was absolutely awful. Um, so that's the way I'm looking over six and a half. I think it should remain right around minus 110, minus 115. You know, I probably wouldn't play it up any higher than that, but it doesn't look like it. it I've been monitoring it all day. It doesn't look like it will move up any higher than that. Um, just as a side note, we've been playing over Mikko Rantanen's over shots on goal since that uh, since that feud with Nushkinen, and he's gone over in like four of the last five games. They, they're raising the prices a little bit, but still at like minus 125 over three and a half. You know, I, I would put I – w- I think you could put a half unit on that. He is uh, – he just seems like he's determined – to uh, you know, determine to prove them wrong. Basically, he's had a couple of games with with nine shots, and uh, so, and you know, this is a yeah Ottawa team who's let's see here, I have it, I have it written down. Yeah, nineteenth in shots on goals in the last fifteen games, nineteenth in shots on goals allowed. So, don't play a ton of defense. We're getting two kind of average goaltender and and two more you know better offenses. Is you know, I can't sound like a broken record, but. This is over six and a half for me again. You know, I've got to go with my numbers, and I think both these teams profile as over teams. So that's the way I'm going to go. All right. Two best bets there from Russ that he gets out uh, the over six and a half and a little tidbit on the um, uh, Ranton and shots on goal. So a couple playable uh, bets for tonight. So, Money, before we move off of this game, anything for you here? Yeah, I was on uh, Ottawa in that game too against uh, against Arizona. It was it was frustrating. I actually watched that game too, and uh, I thought that um, thought that the three nothing lead that Ottawa built was um, very deceiving. Um, <clears throat> Arizona um, probably should have run them out of that building. I think that Ottawa, even after the coaching change, um, and even though they were up three nothing, they really were not in that game. I think Arizona uh, took it to them. And uh, which is which is a little bit surprising because I did expect a better effort from 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 Ottawa. You can you could see the wave coming in the third period, and Corpus Allo was standing on his head for a lot of that game. And I was kind of hoping that, just praying that Ottawa just just like hangs on. But you could see the wave coming. Arizona had taken control of that game. So, um, and with that in mind, now you're stepping up against a Colorado team um, who. I don't feel I've been playing poorly that much um, based on like the, on like the bar that we've set for Colorado. Um, But 
um, they're not getting the results, right? And um, I think that this could be a situation where if Ottawa is not able to turn their game around defensively after a after a coaching change and they're not able to kind of realize that um, what the way they need to play and what they need to do, um, what's going to change now against Colorado, right? So yeah. um, I think that we need to keep those elements in mind, which is why I, I, I agree with the overlook. Um, in a in a different situation, if I felt that Ottawa was starting to kind of play play better, um, I would have been inclined to to uh, take a look at Ottawa. Uh, I mean, I've made it no secret that I do get edges on Ottawa almost every game, right? But um, I'm 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 not going to be getting involved here on the side. All right. Well, there you go. That'll do for the games that we had best bets in. Uh, we will recap everything uh, here at the very end before we get out of here. But there's a couple questions here before we can go. Jeremy asking, what would you play the over three and a half shots on goal to uh, there, Russ? Um, yep, that's a good question because the numbers are all over the board. Um, you know, if you have Bet Rivers or uh, DraftKings, it looks like minus 125 or minus 135. Those are great prices. I'd probably play this right up to minus 145, which is about a 60% implied odds. Um, that's probably would would stop there. Anywhere after that, you're you're not getting a ton of value. But like I said, he's had a couple of games where this where this number is close, but uh, he's had a couple of games where he's soared over this total. And like I said again, that you're getting a matchup here, which um, which sort of leans towards a high event game. And uh, and a ton of shots on goal and a very very pissed off abs team to be to be frank with you especially after losing to a Blackhawks team who's, who's terrible um, so I think this abs team will just come out firing and uh, Ottawa Senators are not going to be able to do anything on the back end to stop them so I'd play right up around minus one forty minus one forty five like I said sixty percent implied odds I think is a is a great price and yeah uh, just like insights saying there's all kinds of uh, numbers on this which you know, the prop market is just all over the place so definitely shop around that's why you use bet stamp you know um mm-hmm. but yeah absolutely i think like is yeah bet rivers minus 125 even DraftKings has a minus 135 which is is usually available to everybody i would lock that in right away um you know on the top line he, he's just been he's just been playing angry these last few games and uh that's a great great look uh, and then the other question here, because there's obviously some games we haven't got to. Mike yeah. asking, uh, any nothing on Devils Oilers with Picard uh, Schmid. Are is there anything there that you guys are looking at in that Oilers Devils game here tonight? So both of these teams, um, they are playing well. Um, they haven't gotten the short term results, right? Besides, besides the Oilers game against uh, Florida, I think they lost uh, five. 4-1 or 5-1 or something. Um, besides that game, the Oilers have been playing very, very well. Um, New Jersey has turned has uh, turned their play as well, but they've combined to lose the last five games, right? So um, I think that because both teams are trending up, um, you put a little bit of a of an of a premium on um, the Devils being at home, and you call it a day, right? So I think that. Um, that's that's where the line is right now. I, I do see Oilers taking some money in the marketplace, which which is probably expected. But um, mm-hmm. I think that where we are right now is um, w- where we are in the market right now is where we should be. Yep, I agree. I think I agree with the market move there. Um, you know, the Oilers at plus money is probably the way I would lean. But with Calvin Pickard in net, I, I just 
I just could not pull the trigger. And uh, like somebody said, these are two buy on teams for me with their, their records. I think, I think they should kind of both go on a run. You've seen the devils play a lot better the last week or so. And, uh, and the Oilers have been playing well for the last couple of weeks. So these are two teams where, you know, both buy on teams. And I think the price is about right. It should be a very fun game, but unfortunately no, no play for me. There are a few other games there that we haven't got to. Uh, so, Somani, I'll start with you first. Is there anything else for the rest of the day that you're looking at you might want to play? Uh, you're waiting for news. You're waiting for a market to get into range. What's, what else is out there? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Pittsburgh is starting to come into range here. Obviously. Yeah, I, knew I knew it was coming. I was going to ask you why you don't have a play on the pen. pen. Yeah, the Carolina has taken money in the market. Um, Crazy. Yeah, so, I mean – Couple of concerns here, obviously, right? Like Pittsburgh, we saw this against Minnesota. They're they're still a mess defensively, right? Mm-hmm. They still, um, I I don't think Nadelkovich played poorly in that game. He was he played to his expectation, right? Like he is what he is, right? And um, but to give up three goals against Minnesota in that situation, I thought was very telling to me. Um, Carolina. Tough team, right? They're obviously they should be favored. Um, I'm not fully there yet in terms of the edge I have on Pittsburgh, just because Carolina has shown recently that they are able to take advantage of um, of poor defensive teams lately. So um, I think there's um, there's a lot of finishing that's happening in Carolina right now. So it's not something that I want to get in front of. So I'll probably end up passing. Um, but of course, as usual, I'm getting an edge on Pittsburgh. So um, I'll stay away there. Um, other game, um, Arizona-San Jose, right? Um, again, I'm drawn to these kind of games, right? Like, yes, I do You're get an edge on this San year, Jose. So money. Sorry? You're a sicko this year. <laughs> like, yes, I do get an edge on San Jose, right? Um, I think that's obvious. But... Um, Arizona, they're they're another team that I've mentioned that they're they're not going anywhere. They 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 are the real deal in terms of um, in terms of battling for a for, for a wild card spot, and they are going to be there um, just battling for it at the end of the season. Whereas San Jose, um, they do go have their ups and downs, but um, it's not a game I'll be involved in. Um, but it's something to look at in terms of where the of where the line goes, and then. Um, Finally, the Washington-Columbus game, um, another game where I was close. Um, ultimately, I'm going to pass because even though Washington is on a back-to-back, um, I'm not betting on Columbus, especially after um, this team had a outlier um, result where they scored nine goals against, and I'm not getting involved with Washington, who I think stinks, right? And they're and they're on a back-to-back, off an overtime win. So, um, right. I have my. I, I was close on those games, but ultimately they all ended up in the trash bin. Fair enough, uh, Russ. Any other games for you on the schedule that you haven't got to yet, but you might throw at the day? Yep, of course I do have an edge on the Penguins as well. Um, <laughs> this is it's a, it's a weird team, man. Uh, I like them a lot. I think they have a ton of talent, but yeah, their defense is terrible. You know, honestly, they're getting pretty good goaltending, and I think if we had Jari in net here, this I might have made this a play or made this a half unit play, especially at minus one or plus one twenty now. But um, Ned's is uh, is a little bit worse for me, and uh, that's that's exactly why Carolina's taking a little bit of money. 
Um, but then, you know, on the opposite side, uh, Ketchikov is is not good at all. He's played a little bit better the last few games, but, uh, you know, he, he's considerably worse than uh, than anybody in net for the Pens. Uh, Carolina's 31st in save percentage the last 15 games, you know, which tells me they've just been outscoring their problems, basically. So, um, you know, honestly, that was that was one of my leans. I wanted to hear so many's breakdown on the on the pens because usually we align there. But, you know, this is not a this is not a great spot to uh, to to step in front of a Hurricanes team who's been playing really well. And then, of course, you know, you know, I, I, I like playing against this Coyotes team. That was one game I had circled as well. Um, but San Jose, they were playing decent for a while there, and it seems like they've kind of uh, gone back to their their old form, losing. They've lost um, four of their last five, and uh, Arizona's been playing actually pretty well, winning winning eight of twelve. So, you know, I was hoping for a little bit better number on the Sharks, like closer to plus one fifty, close one one fifty five or so, and we didn't get it. So. That was a pass for me. Those two games were probably, you know, maybe fifth and sixth on my list after, you know, I just like those totals a lot more. I had a much bigger edge on those. Um, so both those games are something that I will be monitoring. You know, maybe if we, you know, get a little bit of a goalie change um, in Arizona, San Jose, like get, get Bejmelka in goal, I might have a play on the, on the Sharks. Um, but both those are a pass for me. And, you know, like I said, I got, I have plenty of action on my overs, so we'll stick yeah. with that. All right, there you go. That'll do it for today's show for today's best bets in regards to what we have uh, locked in on this massive slate here tonight. We'll go through that right now. Again, you can track all these over in the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ if you want to see how we've done throughout the course of the season, uh, how we do on a daily basis, weekly, whatever it is. But for today's bets, first and foremost, we're looking at the St. Louis Blues, Florida Panthers, under 6.5, minus 110 there. Then we got the Leafs, Sabres, over 7, plus 114. Going to Vegas, Tampa, over 6.5, minus 103. The Canucks, money line, plus 135. The Canucks, Dallas, over 6.5, plus 100. Then we got the Habs, Wild, under 6, minus 105. Then we're going to look at the Colorado Sens game. We got two best bets here. We're first and foremost taking Miko Ranton over three and a half shots on goal, minus 125. That's for a half unit there. And then finally, the Sens avalanche over six and a half, minus 115. Those are today's best bets. You can find those all in the BetSamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. And again, I mean, doing pretty well so far on the season and over the last year and a half, plus 48.6 units uh for this show so continue to build that up let's have another winning day here today gentlemen but russ so money thank you guys very much for doing this uh here this morning happy holidays enjoy the next few days i guess so money i'll see you back here tomorrow but russ we won't see you until uh until after the break after some time off so enjoy that thanks for doing that this morning and to everyone in the chat there's plenty of content coming up over the hammer on uh for the next for the rest of the day here over on forward progress breaking things down for market watch survivor player props for this coming weekend circles off new episode coming out there as well and another episode of the board nba with jacob grimania and kirk evans this afternoon breaking down the market uh, and the landscape of the nba currently so check out all that across the hammer for the rest of the day and then obviously to cap it all off thursday night football watch along but thanks to everyone who tuned in here today Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the hammer shows throughout the rest of the day here as well. Enjoy the games tonight and good luck on your bets.